She's like, where's the show? Where's the show? Where's the show? Where's the show? Yeah. It's not here on Friday. Oh, my God. I've missed it. What's the saying? Yeah. What's I, the giveaway? I'm just glad somebody noticed. <laughs> At least there's one Wait listener out there, Tony. Where were we? We were late on the show? We were. Hell, I didn't notice. The Jeep Talk Show is the official podcast of Toledo Jeep Fest. Toledo Jeep Fest is happening, well, this weekend. As we record this episode, you're out of time, Jeeper. This is one of those bucket list Jeep events. So head over to ToledoJeepFest.com and start planning your trip. That's ToledoJeepFest.com. And if you're within driving distance of Toledo, get your Jeep and butt over there this weekend. Yeah, it actually starts today, Friday. So, and, and Chris is there tomorrow, August the 13th Saturday. So you got to, uh, and we're supposed to have some mug shots or something with Chris all dressed up in his outfit that he's going to be wearing out there to the, uh, to the Lido Jeep Fest. Yeah, we got him a big inflatable pink spark plug <laughs> outfit and he's out there handing out cards. Uh, it looks like a fool because the thing's a little bit short and he's like 6'5", so, uh, you know, a little bit Love of high yeah. there going on, but unfortunately the the rat bastard outfit that we got for him is about three inches too short so he looks Aww. like a nerdy rat bastard <laughs> <laughs> send us pictures i want to see oh yeah you're listening to a four by four radio network podcast the jeep talk show is the official jeep podcast of mr vanderquack keep listening for weekly updates about mr vanderquack and his mission to help the children at saint jude Go over to MrVanderQuack.com. That's MRVanderQuack.com. <laughs> it's yeah, like... I was like, what the hell? Uh, can they hear I'm me? There's it, no quacks. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of rolls. <laughs> Are you ready? It's the G-Dog Show. With Wendy. There will be body damage. Jock. I like making people laugh. That's It's good for my soul. Jock. Yeah, I don't think so. And I think that's a huge deal. So sit back. Strap in. And brace yourself. Nixon Tire USA, we got you. Find out more about the tires that are on the 2021 Jeep Talk Show Gladiator and some of the hosts' Jeeps as well. The Nexon Tire Rodian MTX at NexonTireUSA.com. You know, I was looking at my uh, ne- my Nexons today. Uh, I have to go into the office two days a week, and Thursday mm-hmm. is uh, one of the days. That's the night we record. Thursdays, uh, I-, I-, I drove in, and I was actually looking at it when I got home today, and I was looking, going, oh, that's right. I went with the, uh, what, do, what do you call that pattern, uh, the the one that has, like, the claws? The claws on the outside? Is it the claws? Yeah, the claws, out. Yeah. Yeah, claws, the claws out. out. And I thought that was so nerdy really because on the nexon uh mtx's you get claws on one side and and do you remember what it is on the other side no because i don't see it but I it's know a more it's a gen- more of a traditional look to yeah it. generic yeah. and and uh so on the xj i i don't have the claws because i thought it was kind of eh, you know a little too uh jurassic park type stuff or something <laughs> <laughs> so uh so when i got it on the uh the 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 gladiator went you know it's a, it's it's another vehicle nexon was good, good enough to provide these towers for the uh, the yeah. 2021 jeep talk show gladiator i'll go with the claws so i'm sure people look at that and go oh, just shakes their head and go uh, chuck you've got to shake your head i, I would think whenever you, you have claws out on tires mm-hmm. right but mm-hmm. it what a child. That's what I see when I look at <laughs> No, like, it's God, not. They're, they are excellent for You're climbing in rocks. <laughs> You're a nerd. I just need a uh, I just need a uh, angry grill to go with those claws. Oh, please no. For F's sake. Yes. Oh God, please <laughs> yeah. no. And like Jeez. little baby lights that are inside your wheel well, so you know what the inside of your wheel well looks like at night. Cameras. Those no, like, that's for yeah. wheeling at nighttime in the rocks. Come on now. Oh poor shit. Put some KC lights <laughs> underneath there and be done with it. <laughs> all your little faggoty ass little lights and all that kind of crap. That's stupid. Oh my gosh. Here we go. Well, it doesn't matter if you have a Jeep, want a Jeep, or never do anything but Jeeps. This show is for you. Chuck, Wendy, Josh, and myself are here to inform and entertain you while we talk about Jeeps. Faggity <laughs> ass shit, apparently. Yeah. Exactly. Neato lights. <laughs> Ah, uh, good times. Welcome to the show, Jeeper. I'm Josh, and I'm glad you're here. On this episode of the Jeep Talk Show, I've got an update to the Harvey Weinstein and Jeep connection that, well, didn't go the way I thought it would. Jeep Ooh. just reinvented something that may change the face of the automotive world as we know it. And later in the show, we revisit an old must-have, but with a new twist. 
Well, howdy, it's Wendy, and today I talk about recovery gear and when to use it. Hmm. Does that include a, a gas tank for Bill? <laughs> yes, I will put gas tank just for him. <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, this is Chuck, and I just want all the listeners to know, all three of them, I actually trimmed my eyebrows today so I can see what the hell I'm supposed to say on this thing, but no one wrote anything down. I've got to make it up as I go. When you say Thanks. trimmed your eyebrows, is that a euphemism? Yes. T- yes, it is. TMI, folks. TMI. I mean, I can say something else. I mean, I, I can say that, hey, I'm Chuck, and uh, just want to let all the listeners know that I get to live rent-free in right. Josh's brain. <laughs> Damn it. But did you get cold not, not wearing any clothes? <laughs> He's and got a bathrobe, it just it never closes. Oh, that's right. Honestly, this is a Jim <laughs> yes. Talk Show podcast. This is not about clothes. We're not wearing them. We could just jock jo- Tony on script. It'd be just fine. <laughs> There's just no way. Uh, let's just throw the script out, I Josh guess. Hi, I'm Tony, and we're having another giveaway from one of our great and well-known sponsors on this episode. So, Yay. Can't wait. I know there's no tuning involved, but stay tuned. Local Jeep News, National Jeep News, and news from around the world. It's This Week in Jeep. Just a joke about my last job as a design engineer in the electronics manufacturing industry that I got to reinvent the screwdriver every day. Well, Jeep kind of took a page out of my own playbook here recently. I know you executives over there are listening, so where's our check already? Jeep has reinvented the windshield wiper. We've all been there. Out on the trail, hit the wipers and smear smudge, smear smudge, smear smudge, or you know, flip a flip on the wipers and, and washers to get rid of a nice layer of built up bugs and road grime, only to see half of it remain after damn near draining your bottle and pissing off everybody behind you. Now, new high performance wiper blades from Jeep Performance Parts aim to say aim to solve that problem, especially for people who frequently go off roading. They're available now for the 2018 model year and newer uh, for Wranglers and Gladiators for a very fair price for windshield wipers of 140 bucks. That's not a fair price. Mm-hmm. To clear away the gunk better, these wipers have 12 laser-cut holes on each wiper blade. Washer fluid comes out of the openings as the blade moves. Oh, Jeep God. claims this design removes dirt and debris on the very first stroke. Now, fitting Hmm. these parts requires disabling the windshield uh, washer nozzle on the Wrangler or Gladiator. According to Jeep, these wipers use less less washer fluid than spraying it directly onto the window. Well, what is stopping you from putting these on your YJ, for instance? Well, probably nothing other than fitment. The new JL line of of Wranglers use a 16-inch driver's side and passenger side wiper length, so other than any potential issues of the connection point... Well, then all you need to worry about is extending the washer lines from the spray nozzle to the fitting on these new fancy laser-cut wiper blades. I'd honestly have a set of these on my own Jeep in a heartbeat if it weren't for the fact that I need 18-inch blades, not 16. If you have any experience with these new blades, we'd love to hear your thoughts on how well they perform and last. What do you guys think of these? I would love to test these for them (laughs) because we wheel in some pretty crazy stuff. I would love to see if it truly can remove the dirt and debris on the very first stroke. I would, I, I just uh, send there's, me a set. I'll test them. We'll figure it out. There's some video out there um, of these things working inside the cab. Um, as there's a bunch of mud up on the windshield, this guy mm-hmm. hits the, hits the washer fluid and it works just the same as you would, you know, use your washer fluid uh, right. lever any, any other way. Uh, but instead of coming through nozzles on the hood, it comes through these little laser-cut holes in the wiper blades themselves. And I should say, it's not in the blades themselves. These little holes aren't actually a part of the blade that, makes, that is making contact with the windshield. Right. That blade is still, for the most part, the same as what you would consider a traditional windshield wiper blade to look so like. Now, it's just, it is the it's windshield spraying, wiper blade it's closer. Arm. Yeah. Yes, yeah. closer so these, to the window, which is nice. These holes are in the arm of the, well, not necessarily the windshield mm. wiper arm, because that's like the part that extends out from the right. from the piece that. So this is this is kind of above the blade, still part of the windshield wiper blade itself, but not the actual mm. blade that makes contact with the windshield. So, in any event, um, it's an interesting interesting design. I, I think it has merit, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I believe that that what they're saying about the um, uh, the amount of volume of of washer fluid that comes out of these, uh, it's certainly less than what you would what you would get from a traditional spray nozzle. And since it's going right where it needs to, 
um, you would theoretically use less fluid. Now, depending on sort of the environment, how long that crusty mud has been built up on your windshield and how much it's been sunbaked on there, et cetera, et cetera, and et cetera. bugs, how many bugs? <laughs> exactly. What kind of washer fluid you're running. You know, uh, there's a lot of factors here involved. So don't get these things and think that they're immediately going to clear off your windshield like you've never seen before. <laughs> uh, that being said, I think it's an interesting design. I could definitely see this catching on and, and becoming part of the aftermarket. Um, whether or not there's patents involved in that and how that whole process would work and how long we would take for us to see that in, in, you know, in, as far as, you know, any blade size at every given parts store, I don't know if that's going to happen and how long it would take, but nonetheless, if this pans out, I could see this design actually working into the, into the aftermarket and, and be seeing it available for, for yeah. any and every automaker, et cetera, et cetera. This may be the new standard. Who knows? So I, I have a quick question on the price. Is that for one or a pair? No, that, that's for the pair, um, but still, it's, I mean, who in their right mind is going to pay $140 for a pair of windshield wiper blades? That It's just ridiculous. It, it's, so right now, it's a bit of that fad kind of price. Look, it's new, it's fancy, this is cutting edge, never before seen, so yes, mm -hmm. it's going to have that high price point. Think about how expensive cell phones were when they first came out. You know, DVD players when they first came out, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, give it a few years probably see these come down in price point significantly uh unless it is just one of these flash in the pan type of things it never really gets any traction never takes off jeep discontinues it we'll never see it again who knows this could go either way i have i have a couple different things here josh one this is not new this is on like all, all of my equipment that is newer oh. like all my track loaders tractors things like that this is this is old technology well, it's just no, now I've, moving I've from the 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 dirt the dirt company stuff that I've got now you're you're seeing it in Jeeps right I mean this is this is not new I mean I it might be new to the Jeep world but this technology has been around for a while well that's good right? news as far as the aftermarket then goes uh, I would yeah think. so I mean I, well, I can see this I can see this taking off I think absolutely but I have another I have another question for you Josh. Who in the hell goes wheeling with their windshield up? Everybody knows that Jeep's <laughs> windshield fold down, and that's how you see nature, right? So you you automatically roll your windshield down anytime you go wheeling. I mean, the, we're not city, are we? The the AC doesn't work nearly as good, Chuck. Uh, I gotta Gosh. tell you, <laughs> gotta have something I'm for the heads up display to, to to you know broadcasting. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, uh, what so. Chuck, you're in in a sense you're right. I the, what I'm familiar with in in the automotive world at least when um, you're talking about this has been around for a while are more traditional spray nozzles that are built into the arm of the wiper itself. So these are 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 actually laser cut holes in the fabrication of the blade itself versus a traditional nozzle up on the arm which has been around for decades. That that's kind of what Is I've seen. I don't know if that's what you're referring to, but. So is the is the nozzle hand cut? Do they have like a bunch of lines of people with little knives and they're cutting them? <laughs> I'm just they're wondering. All, they're all laser. Yeah, it's it's all part of the family. It's more of a of a cast or a machined part versus something that is laser cut like this. So Chuck, I got a question for yeah. you because this is one of my concerns. When Josh started to reading the story, was those little bitty holes, at least for an off road type thing, especially in mud. I would think that. Uh, the, the debris, or as my, my wife hates it when I say the debris, would uh, plug up those little right. holes. And, and you're, does, does that happen with your equipment that's actually out in a lot of uh, bad situation? I'm sure ice does plug it up, but I mean, do you ever have any problems? Do you have to clean out the little holes? Or, are you a hole cleaner? I am not a hole cleaner <laughs> at all, no. I mean, if it plugs up, you throw her away and buy a new one. Well, it must I mean, not be 140 bucks. <laughs> Exactly. So, yeah, no, Tony. There, there's something else no, that we really don't I'm, have an issue with that because it's pushing out, right? So if if your pump is good enough, then it just pushes yeah. all the dust and shit out, right? And, also, and you're not going to let mud cake up on it, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And these holes aren't on both sides either. They're only on the windshield side. So the side that right. faces the the nose of the Jeep that doesn't have these these holes. So, like, road debris, dust, everything coming up over the hood and onto the windshield wiper arm is going to kind of come up and over, not necessarily slam into these as if, if they were facing forward, like how you might be imagining. 
Now I gotta I say, I still think it's weird that you guys have your windshield up while you're wheeling. Like you are missing so much of God's creation. It's a lot sure easier. It's a, a lot easier for you to rambler. take your windshield down than it is for for me or any LJ owner. That's yeah, and for us too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I, I saw a BPOS uh, scrambler out at the last uh, Jeep Talk Show event in Hidden Falls, Texas, with its windshield up. So I'm just no, saying. Sir. Well, that was only because the side by side was throwing dirt at him, so they yeah. had to put it up really fast. No, I remember you putting the windshield <laughs> down, but I also remember seeing it up. So just saying. Uh, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to uh, report that, Josh. Now I got to say, I was a lot more excited about this. I didn't pre-read your story in the show notes, Josh. So just looking at the image. I really mm. thought this was going to be about something that should have happened a long time ago to windshield wipers, and that's LEDs. Putting little LEDs all ah, over the, the windshield yeah. wiper blade so that whenever you're going back and forth, it shows, you know, it lights up, shows people that you're... Oh, please, <laughs> please do not start this trend, Tony. Just please uh, no. Doesn't there. it look like little LEDs there? You they know? would. Some Seriously, kid, some they Some kid will. out there with a fascination for <laughs> lumens like you have had. Uh, is is out there like oh i can wire that up no problem and he's got a whole uh, little uh, toolbox of crappy leds that he's pulled out of flashlights and toys over his lifetime and he's out there with a whole bunch of you know cat 5 cable right now on his windshield wipers and he's duct taping no, speaker wire <laughs> this was speaker wire man not not cat 5 that's professional new stuff new, new generation tony new generation <laughs> that's sexy i can't wait see chuck's on board well, this is a guy who saw something sexy, and, and he couldn't wait either, and well, now he's in jail for it. Uh, his name is Harvey Weinstein, and, and he's, a, he's a slime bag. And back in episode 622, I talked about the connection between Jeep and disgraced former Hollywood movie producer Harvey Weinstein, who is currently rotting in jail for sexual assault and rape. Now, back in 2017, Jeep gave Harvey a brand new loaded Wrangler so that they could get some product placement in one of his films. Well, according to Mr. Convicted Sleazeball, in August of 2019, while driving said Jeep, Harvey Boy allegedly, quote-unquote, was forced to swerve to miss a deer in the road, and the crash left him catastrophically injured, and he's seeking right. $5 million in damages. Lawyers for Weinstein are making the claim that the brakes failed on a, quote, unreasonably dangerous Jeep Wrangler. Huh. Right. And this particular Jeep Wrangler, out of the literally hundreds of thousands of others that were made that year, uh, roughly 192,000, was the only one that was manufactured with this defect. I would love to see them try and prove that in court. I made the argument that there is no evidence out there, at least in what we've seen so far, that, that lead to the brakes indeed failing, and that the result of this accident is more likely attributed to the inability to properly react to an object in the road, and the particulars of the crash point to a gross overreaction by the driver of the Jeep. But yeah, let's go with a deer on the road. In any event, FCA, Jeep's parent company at the time, Fiat Chrysler Automobiles, and Harvey Weinstein have agreed to end their competing lawsuits. FCA's lawsuit, in case you were wondering, said pretty much the same thing I was thinking, insisting that the Wrangler was safe and that Weinstein's negligence was to blame for the accident. The automaker was countersuing him to cover its legal fees. Reports failed to cover just how much of a settlement was involved, if there was any at all, and what the particulars were of the, of the agreement or arrangement to drop the respective lawsuits. For now, at least, I think we can all be glad that Jeep can finally wash their hands of this Weinstein stink. No offense to anybody with the name of Weinstein, unless your first name is Harvey and you're currently serving a 23-year sentence for being a gross, horny bastard. So, I, as a public service, I just want to mention this. I, it sounds like probably the 2017 Wrangler was not uh like maybe it was totaled or not sold but you might want to pull a carfax if you have a 2017 uh, wrangler uh, <laughs> yeah and then and, and, and aggressively clean the stick shift uh on oh, said oh. wrangler before you drive it any further what do you touch Good that stick night. <laughs> <laughs> aggressively <laughs> nope not gonna touch you, it. yeah <laughs> no well no. you're not alone <laughs> Wendy, because apparently that's why he's in he's in prison <laughs> yeah apparently now if you've got a news tip response to any one of our stories i would sure love to what you have to say about this one uh be sure to let us know what you have to say by phone or by email any number of ways to reach out to us here at the jeep talk show just head over to jeep talk show.com slash contact 
to find out all the different ways that you can interact with the show. I think you rushed off too soon. I, I, I just had this uh, ESP thing. Chuck was, was really winding up with Shuffer or something. Were you trying to uh, get out early? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> exactly. Oh, dear. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network podcast. Hey, be sure you're telling all your friends about the 4x4 Radio Network, too. It's not just some fancy promo we play here. It's actually a real thing, and it's the only place on the Internet you can find the world's best off-roading podcasts all in one place. We have the On the Trail podcast, Trail Chasers, the Center Steer podcast, the 4x4 podcast. Of course, the Jeep Talk Show is there as well. Lots of great off-road shows. It's all for free. It's all in one place. The number four, the letter X, the number four, and radionetwork.com. That's 4 by 4 radionetwork.com. We'll see you there. Hey, Tony, Meteor out here in Utah, and it's raining. I, I ought to go out and play in the mud, but I got to go to bed so I can get up real early. And uh, I Sounds just like listen to the show. Wanted you to know, as soon as it come out, sitting here with my phone 24-7, <laughs> Update, 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 update. Oh, I think I'm crazy. I says, we need tires, honey. We need tires. But, you know, hey, we'll settle for blue tread, uh, sidewall repair, possible, whatever the phrase is. But we need tires. Come on. We need tires. Get tires, then we don't need to repair the sidewall. Anyway, guys, have a good night. So you know who, what he's complaining about, right? The last week, I think it was, when the internet went down, my brand new AT&T fiber connection went down for the second time, and I had it for about a month and a half. He's like, where's the show? Where's the show? Where's the show? Where's the show? Yeah. It's not here on Friday. Oh, my God. I've missed it. What's the saying? Yeah. What's I, the giveaway? I'm just glad somebody noticed. <laughs> At least there's one Wait, listener out there, Tony. Where were we? We were late on the show? We were. Hell, I notice that was uh that was friday that we recorded uh instead of uh, thursday chuck that was last week Boys. wasn't it yeah nah. really Sorry. i didn't even <laughs> yeah it all when you're working seven days a week they kind of all blend together yes oh he's did. working eight days a week 180 hours a week uh, so mm, poor chuck sick i'm gonna sell the bragging. ranch hey we're gonna get the we're gonna give the ranch away on the jeep talk show <laughs> <laughs> you, you know have it you know, you got to be really careful with that stuff because that's a lawsuit, man. Yes, stop doing that. Don't get us in trouble, Chuck. <laughs> that's why. I, that's why I said Jeep uh, Talk Show Gladiator not included. Not included. Exactly. It was a 2022. You guys all missed it. It was a 2022 Jeep Gladiator, and you don't even own one of those. Yeah, but that Damn doesn't it. mean I can't. Hey, they, they can't sue me to give them one. That's right. <laughs> uh, oh, oh yeah, geez. I forgot. Chuck's ranch not included. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take care of Chuck even if he's not taking care of himself. I could just see, I could just <laughs> see Merrily yeah. going, what the hell? You gave yeah. away the ranch? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. I hate this place. <laughs> oh, but the meat is great there. Yeah. My meat's really tasty. What? Where's the noob? Noob! 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 Hey, noobie! Noobie! Noob Nuggets. It's time for Noobie Nuggets. It's just like in volleyball, you know, when you set the ball up in the air and then the guy comes and spikes it? Yeah, right in front <laughs> yeah. of my episode. Thank you, Chuck. All right, well, listen, on Mary, last week's okay. episode, 654, where I covered a recovery gone bad, this week I'm sharing some different recovery options and how they may be used. One of the first things we teach a new student about recovery is you have to assess the situation and determine exactly what is needed. Now, most people want to just jump right in, strap something up, and tug away. But there are things to consider for a successful recovery, like making sure you use the correct equipment. Now, as I mentioned last week, get some training either through a class or a mentor before you tackle any recovery. Now, being stuck, believe it or not, is sometimes part of the fun of jeeping. Oh, sure, none of us would actually admit we'd like to get stuck or purposely get stuck, but we would all admit we'd love to help recover a stuck Jeep. Something about helping someone else is very gratifying. So when looking at a potential recovery, you need to look and assess what the problem is. Are they stuck on a rock and need a simple tug, or are they buried up to their axles in mud or snow and may need heavier equipment, like maybe Matt's recovery? Once you determine what they are stuck in or on, then you can decide which piece of gear you need to use. Now, we normally teach that if a stuck Jeep needs a tug, a toe strap is our first go-to. 
The strap does need to be rated for as much as possible and preferably American-made. Sure, you can run to Home Depot or Harbor Freight for a strap, but you want at least a 2-3 to three inch wide strap and rate it as high as possible, like around 45,000 pounds. There are lots of manufacturers of good toe straps made in America, so make sure you check out the ratings before you buy one. Now, if you are stuck on a rock, a toe strap could probably do the trick. But what if you don't have the room to utilize the length of the toe strap? Have you thought about shortening the strap in half? Works for us. One 20-foot toe strap should be sufficient for most recoveries. The next thing you'll need are soft shackles. I know there are D-rings, or sometimes called shackles, that are metal, but honestly for me, they are hard to remove without a wrench. But you still need a few on your rig as recovery points. Now, the soft shackle I'm talking about is by far the easiest and, in my opinion, the best to use and stronger than most D-rings. Soft shackles are rated up to 45,000 pounds, so get one that has a high rating and, again, made in America. And, by the way, you're going to need three of those on board, just, just saying, from recovery standpoint. Now, you do need a set of D-rings for your rig, though. These are used as attachment points when the hole on your Jeep is too rough or has sharp edges. The sharp edges at that recovery point have the potential to snag or tear the soft shackle, so metal D-rings are better for this. But make sure you get quality D-rings, though. Yes, you can get your Chinese brand from Harbor Freight or the big box stores, but check the rating. Some won't even give you a rating. Stay away from those. And as I mentioned in the last episode, failing equipment can be lethal. Also keep in mind that soft shackles are much lighter to carry around and typically have a higher load rating. We actually have D-rings that have rubber washers or shims in between the locking lug and the bumper, so no more clanking noises going down the road. And I can tell you from experience, that is a nice sound not to hear those things banging around. Now, if the vehicle is really stuck in the mud or snow and buried quite deep, a kinetic rope may be an option. Now, the kinetic rope is used to create an elastic-type rebound that literally absorbs the tension energy, and when the rope snaps back to its original length, it helps pull the vehicle out. This is used when the tow vehicle backs up and gets a good run at it to pull. This technique will not work with the tow strap. There simply isn't any give in a tow strap, and something will almost always break. Kinetic ropes are designed to bounce back in shape and the stored energy literally flings the vehicle forward. Now another thing we see on overlanding vehicles and gladiators these days are the max track boards attached to a rack or something on the Jeep. I'm sure you've seen them all. There are bright orange boards that are designed to help you get out of a stuck situation. These are great if you are out alone, please don't go out alone by the way, and you get in some soft sand and can't seem to get free. You would simply dig, hopefully you have a shovel on board, in front of the tires and place the long board right in front of the tire and in theory you drive right out. The problem we've seen is if you are deep enough and don't have a shovel or can't get that full length max tracks to lay down in front of the tire, they are useless. We did find a product called Go Treads and they are far better and less dollars than max tracks. Sure, they don't look as cool as that orange board, but they also take up less room. These fold like an accordion for storage and are so easy to use. I can use one end to dig out the sand, no shovel needed, and then simply lay them down in the hole and in front of the tires. If the sand is too high, I can leave the mound and simply wrap these around the dirt and the vehicle climbs right out. Now maybe the vehicle is stuck to the point where the tow strap and kinetic rope are no, are no, there are no options for that. If you have a winch on board, this may be time to use it. In episode 434, I cover a whole winching and safety segment, so I'm only going to talk a little bit about it here. When you use a winch, you will most likely need a tree saver. This can be the same material as a toe strap, but much shorter. It's designed to go around a tree so that your winch line does not damage the tree. These tree savers can also be used on rocks as well. There are other options on the market like the Dead Man Earth Anchor by Dead Man Off-Road that you actually bury in the ground with sand or dirt if there are no rocks or trees to latch onto. This is also wide enough that could be used as a tree saver. But you got to make sure you have a closed loop end link on your winch line, by the way. The old school hook with the catch isn't as strong as a closed loop. Factor 55 has a great selection of products for end link straps, soft shackles, and kinetic ropes as well. Now, winching for us is generally the last resort. We always try to assess the recovery and determine the best tools to use. Having choices on board helps, but it but it's not necessary to carry all of the above that I've mentioned. 
we do, but we're also teaching recovery classes and leading Jeep runs, so we never know what we may run across on the trail. Recovery is something that cannot be taken lightly. Make sure you get some training and really understand how to use the gear. Safety is our number one priority with recoveries. If you're not sure you can recover someone safely, don't offer to help. So guys, I know there's so much to cover on this, re on this particular topic. This was just a quick overview of some of the things to consider. Is there anything you guys want to add? Well, yeah, I, just, I, uh, I actually have many times just brought an old school come along mm -hmm. and you know, they're, they're very inexpensive. You don't have to, you know, have a big winch or anything like that. And what I have found, unless you are in the mud, you really only need to move maybe an inch or two. Right. And then you typically can start getting more traction. So you can have, you know, you hear these guys, I have 500 feet of winch line and, you know, I've got all this, that, and all the, well, you only need to make it a couple inches. Now, if you have another vehicle there, then a come along will, will it's very fast, you know, and you, you can get out. Mm -hmm. And I, I've always, always had one. I, I don't have one in the scrambler because we just plumb ran out of room with the dogs and the wife. And I don't think I can get rid of the wife yet. So uh, I don't know Jeez. who we're going to put one back. Dangerous ground, man. Dangerous ground. Right. Red lightly. Another bro. way to lose the another way to lose she, the ranch. She won't let me she won't let me get rid of the ranch. Yeah, but but a come along is, is very nice, very inexpensive uh recovery gear and it is always overlooked because it's not flashy. Right. You know, you can you can just go to a tractor supply and get it and it's not flashy and it doesn't have special lights on it or anything like that, but it is it is a very um usable piece of equipment. Good. I like it. Josh, uh, I just wanted to uh, highlight uh, something that uh, that you had said, uh, and it's, it's really the importance of rated uh, recovery gear. I've, I've talked mm -hmm. about this in in uh, episodes past, uh, and and you're right; it is so easy, and especially in today's economy and with inflation the way it is and everything like that, the, the buck doesn't go as far as it used to, and it may be all too tempting to cheap out. On something like recovery gear, especially if you're new to jeeping, you're just kind of getting your recovery kit going. You may be faced with, hey, I've got a run at the end of the summer coming up and I really need this, this and the other thing. Uh, but I'm not really wanting to spend, uh, you know, this all this money on this stuff between now and then. And so I'm going to just go with the cheap stuff instead. I'm going to, you know, get the cheapest rope I can find. I'm going to get the cheapest D-rings I can find because I need that stuff and I'd rather have it than not have it. Yep. Well, that might not be the best option. Uh, because likely the cheaper stuff that you're going to find is not going to be rated. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, uh, you can't trust that stuff. I, I, I know it's going to be very easy to convince yourself that it's better to have it than not to have it. But honestly, I would not, re I would not carry any recovery equipment that wasn't rated just because of the safety factor. And because when recovery uh, equipment fails, it can be lethal. And more oftentimes than not, it's going to damage something severely, whether that's you, whether that's something out on the trail, somebody's vehicle, your own vehicle, or somebody else. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. there's too much that can go wrong to be carrying gear that's not rated. So that's just kind of one that I wanted to talk about. Well, and you know, the with the D-rings, the metal D-rings, I see this all the time on, on rigs, and they don't take the time to get them, find them that are rated. But if the lettering is not raised actually built into the d-ring yeah, versus stamped yeah um that's your first indication right there that that's not a good d-ring to have on there and especially if you're going to be pulling or tugging i mean we you know last week's episode we saw where equipment failed and went through a windshield you know that can happen with the d-ring especially if you're attached to an, uh, a point on a jeep and maybe you're tugging somebody out who's a little bit deeper stuck than you thought and mm -hmm. you're putting that pressure on that but to me that the D-ring, I think, is where people just go buy a D-ring. They don't even think that there's another choice. So you want that D-ring to actually, the metal D-ring has raised lettering on it. It will be rated at that point. Do not buy one that is stamped. If it just stamps their name on it or it's not the, they are, well, trust me, it's not going to work. You're going to have damages, so. And thanks for bringing up the, the D-ring isolators. That reminds me, I, there's something I've been wanting to do in, in Tech Talk for some while, uh, some time now is DIY uh, D-ring isolators. Yes. Because uh, this is one of those things, that, that clanking Jeep coming down oh, the trail, D-rings just smacking the bumper. It's like, come on, man. I've been yeah. hearing you for three hours straight. 
<laughs> yeah. Shut up. Yeah, it's it made so a difference the, for us. So go ahead. Hey, help me out here. What's the difference between a D ring and a clevis? So I know that as a clevis. That what is, is the same thing. It's it's just regional vernacular. That's all it is. It's what? That is regional, a big ass word, bro. <laughs> regional <laughs> vernacular. It's it's just the, the way thing. You know, you might you might say taters over there. Uh, right. You know, we 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 call them you know <laughs> potatoes. Yeah. So it's just you know the way that people say the same thing differently is is just yeah. All that is. Does any does, okay? So that's Levis. Yeah. Does anybody know what tater head is? No. Or tater that, tater headed. It's that toy you used to no. play with. You could pull the eyes and the lips yes, off and it, put different ears on it. it no, Mrs. that's not. And Mr. Oh, hey, that's that's not Mr. It. and Mrs. Potato Head. That, okay. My uh, <laughs> my half brother, uh, eighteen years older than me, and when I was I don't know fourteen, thirteen, twelve, something like that, I went to Arkansas to visit him and his wife and his family, and uh, he was he he said something. And of course, he'd been in Arkansas a number of years, and I just figured it was Arkansas li- lingo. And he says that that tater tater headed kid, and I went, "What? What the hell is a tater headed kid? What is Mashed that? Potatoes between the ears. Blonde, a blonde oh, head. Oh, be- oh because of what? Because the potatoes light colored, or something? I would think it would be buttered mashed potatoes. Is, is oh my gosh, a tater. <laughs> anyway, I heard that tater, and I was like, "Oh, tater head!" This this kind of came back to me. You know, we here at the Jeep Talk Show pride ourselves on excellent audio quality, and I just want to make a comment: the the noise that you heard, and Josh, should I should I not uh, share this with people because it was hilarious? <laughs> I didn't oh, get the to noise see it, during, during during Wendy's segment. My uh, my chair broke. Literally, I it just I straight up. It was literally me. literally, literally elbows and assholes <laughs> on my screen. It's perfect. He it's perfect fell? for a recovery segment, right? Do I need to come oh, over yeah, there, right, Josh, no, and right help in, you? I'm crawling out on all fours. No, it's great. <laughs> Dang it! I'm so glad I didn't get to see that though, because oh, no, she would have totally distracted me. <laughs> I don't know if Tony was recording video or not. No, but, no, unfortunately uh, not. Gosh, dang oh, it. That's man, that would have been good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he gets up. He gets up. He looks at the chair and goes, well, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's a goner. Son <laughs> of a bitch. <laughs> well, there's no fixing that. All so, right. So is that the same chair for the last 11 years that you've used for the for the Jeep Pretty Talk much. Show? Yeah. yeah, just gave up the ghost after. <laughs> Uh, so kudos to me for keep going episodes. and not yeah. stopping and trying to figure out what you, the hell happened. But you heard that the noise, right? Well, that I, was, I heard the noise. That I was Josh's going. left foot hitting his microphone as he went down. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Hang on, Josh. I'm going to throw you a line. We're going to get you. Oh, out of seriously. There. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, good fun, you guys. Well, listen. Do you have any suggestions for other topics? Let me know. But do you have an opinion on the one I just did? Love to hear from you. You can also find more information on our YouTube channel at Trails411 with great content, lots of tips, tricks, and techniques. Now, I mentioned to the host occasionally, we need to remember that just because we've covered a, a topic doesn't mean everybody's heard it. We have l- new listeners all the time. All the time. So, yeah. so Wendy, whenever you go, and I'm sure it'll be a, a little different from this because we all always learn a, more as we go along. But I'm just going to tell you from a uh, an SEO or a, an advertising standpoint, make this recovery, but 12-step recovery, and then have 12 <laughs> items in there. Oh, sure. I could do that. Yeah, I'll work on that. See what, see what I'm doing there? Yeah, I like oh, it. You've got it. You've I got to play our, our, our re- uh, Jeep talk show. We don't specialize in that kind of recovery. <laughs> That's uh, right. I need to play that one tonight. It's <laughs> a good one for this. Blue Tread makes sidewall repair possible, a phrase that pays. I could have used this about two weeks ago. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate it. I love listening to you guys. So I don't know if you guys are familiar. I don't know if you guys have been listening to the Thursday interview episode, but we had... uh, we had glue tread on we had gluetread.com on and uh it's a sidewall repair kit it, it's it's really great for that sidewall uh damage that you may you know get. what this reminds me of it, it's like when when i used to you know ride bikes a lot uh you know you'd pop a tire every so often it this reminds me of a bicycle repair kit like a like yeah. a bicycle uh, tube patch kit you, you would get except on steroids yes i mean this is like monsterized and and it just like you take that same concept concept and just beef the living s out of it and here you go and it works it's awesome 
Yep. Well, we spoke with uh, with Andy, and that's uh, that was last Thursday, uh, episode six fifty seven. You need to go listen to that. And uh, Andy and uh, Glue Tread uh, did a giveaway for a Glue Tread kit, and that's what these uh, folks are calling in for. So just because uh, we're not doing a giveaway on the main show doesn't mean that you're not going to hear one of our guests on the interview doing a giveaway. So yeah, it's possible there could be two giveaways in one week. Hey, you see how that works. I like it. You don't want to miss God, an episode. I'm missing out. God dang it. <laughs> and I just want to say, Tony, thank you very much for giving this to me. I'm going to use it so much. Thank you. I didn't even call in. Well, no, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Oh, just so close. I want this thing. <laughs> Gladiator. My name is Gladiator. Gladiators. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is that why you are here? Gladiator. You know, uh, for the Gladiator, and for that matter, any 21st century vehicles are new to me. <laughs> I wasn't thrilled about buying a new Jeep without the legendary 4.0 liter engine in it, but I did anyway. So uh, I found out on our last uh, roundtable episode, uh, episode 656, from uh, Kevin Baxter that he thinks the 3.6 liter engine from Jeep is an amazing engine, and the only problem he can see with it is its inability to have oil on all the important bits during engine startup. Are you guys familiar with this at all? This uh, this issue, not necessarily with the three six, but any engine where the oil drains down and uh, it's not on the the. I mean, uh, I think you. I believe what he told us was the three point six. Uh, all the oil drains out of the engine in about thirty eight minutes. It's all in it's the pan. Same with the four liter. It's uh, the the valve train is virtually dry after twenty four hours of sitting. And and yeah, I mean, you 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 park your Jeep uh, overnight. You get into it the next morning. Uh, you start it up. And those four liters would clack uh, a lot of them, especially the higher mileage ones, because the valve train was virtually dry. And so it took several seconds for the oil to get pumped up to the top of the engine, uh, and the valve train would, would, would quiet down. Any old four liter, you can hear it. it. This has been an issue with Jeep for many decades. I believe he was telling me that, uh, or telling us on the, uh, the question and answer of the roundtable, that uh, the, uh, the 3.6 takes like up to three seconds to get to one, one side of the, the valve train. I, I forget wow. which side it was. So uh, this, I thought, was, was really neat information that I wasn't aware of. Uh, and by the way, he did have good things to say about the 4.0 and how it's set up. Uh, it doesn't, uh, all the oil doesn't completely uh, drain. So they're, I guess, the, not all, but. Well, I mean, I mean yeah. and just, it gets really thin and then you have more metal to metal contact, which uh, determines the, the, how, how well your engine's going to uh, make it, how many miles it's going to make it. So, um, yeah, you, when you when you start up, take could take two or three seconds uh, for all the oil to circulate on the parts. Uh, and and uh, he has he came up with this 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 doodad uh, called the MR two hundred one BK cartridge to spin on adapter. Now the oil doesn't drain from the oil filter, and there it's there when you start the three point six. Of course, it isn't just for the Gladiator. In fact, Kevin uh, has these for several Jeeps and other manufacturers as well. So uh, you should go over there and visit BakerPerformanceUSA.com and listen to our roundtable episode 656. You said Baker. Eh, Baker, Baxter, who cares? Um, <laughs> Kevin does, probably. <laughs> um, so uh, Baxter Performance USA is coming out with a remote adapter version that allows you to cool that oil as well. That looks really cool. That's kind of the one I'm interested in, being able to locate, uh, relocate, I should say, an oil cooler or possibly a, a dry sump system or something like that. I don't, I don't know. Uh, very interesting stuff over there. So he said that the oil actually gets up to 300 degrees at times on the 3.6. And Damn, that's way too hot. That's burning oil at that point. And he says that the sensor doesn't report it accurately. So if you're monitoring it, it says, you know, like 220, 250 or whatever, it's actually uh, quite a bit hotter than that. So uh, another reason to have the remote oil, you know, and, and to me, this is, I like that he said that the 3.6 is, is really a good, a well-built engine and, and uh, built a lot like a diesel engine uh, with the strength and stuff. But he goes, with the oil draining down in it, that's the one um, 
what do you call it, weak point of the engine and you can sure. Yeah. You, you can well understand. Now, I don't know if, if if you guys know about this, and I don't know if it's – I think this is on the JK as well, Wendy. Um, I, I have never seen anything about this. You can actually uh, – if you're if you're a Gladiator or JL, maybe you're JK, you guys can call in and let me know if this works. If you haven't started it in a while, maybe it's been a week or two weeks since you actually started the engine, you can press down the brake pedal and the gas pedal – and then press the start button, or I don't know. Do you guys have a start button, uh, Wendy? No, we have a key. Yeah. We have actual key, the old-fashioned way, like Chuck, turn yeah. it. <laughs> so uh, he mentioned the start button, so this may only be uh, the JT and the JL. But anyway, you press the brake and the gas and press the start button, and it's going to turn the engine over, but it will not start. So you can prime the oil before the engine starts. And that's kind of the, where the damage occurs is because the engine starts right up and starts turning at, a, 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 you know, 1,000 RPMs, and the oil hasn't uh, uh, primed the area. So now, if, you, if, you, if, if you're a guy, I would think especially if it's been sitting for a month or something, I can't believe why you wouldn't drive your Jeep for a month, but this would be a way that you could actually prime the oil in the engine before first startup. Interesting. Yeah, I had never heard such a thing, and uh, yeah. he, sh- he shared that with us on the question and answer of uh, the roundtable. Anyway, go to BaxterPerformanceUSA.com, and he didn't pay us to, to, to say this. I just thought it was really cool, and the, the thing that I didn't understand is is that you take the oil filter out of the off the 3.6, and you put in this adapter, and now you have a, a place that you screw the oil filter on. It sticks up higher, obviously, because this thing goes in where the, the oil filter normally goes, right. and you can put a larger oil filter than that little bitty cartridge that the 3.6 comes with. So now you can actually clean the oil better, and if you uh, get the, the soon-to-be-released uh, remote uh, adapter, remote oil uh, adapter, you can cool it as well, and uh, you're gonna, the oil's going to last longer. And I think your engine is going to last a lot longer as well. I, I can't hear the words bigger oil filter and not think FL1A. Anybody who owns what? a four liter in line six will know exactly what I'm talking about. Aside from that, Tony, I just want to say, give you a special thanks for spoiling my pick of the week for your Jeep <gasps> segment coming up later. He, um, no, he did now, not. No, totally. I mean, because now what I have coming up in a few minutes is going to seem completely worthless. So thank you for that. That's just awesome. <laughs> You're you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> hey, guys. This is Keith B. down in Houston. I just wanted to call and say, why did I become a cheap talk show subscriber? To make sure Tony pays his during the internet bill, so on Friday when I have to drive two hours, I'll have a show to <laughs> Thanks, guys. Hope y'all are doing good. Bye. He wasn't um, the so Dr. was not the only one that noticed. Perfect, thank you, Keith. Yes, I love it. Thank you. Oh, I love it. Well played, Keith. Well played. Yeah. Nicely mm. done. Thankfully, Keith doesn't know where I live because he's here in the same area I'm in. Exactly. Yeah. Then over here on the door. Close to you. Knock, yep. knock, 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 knock. I'm here for my episode of the yeah, Cheap Talk right? Show. <laughs> where's the show, please? Thank you. <laughs> Be right out here waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you become a paid subscriber to the Jeep Talk Show? I love the show. I've been listening to you guys free for how many years now, and I figure I'd time to give back. You can be a paid subscriber and help support the show you love, the Jeep Talk Show. It'll just uh, help help the show out, and, and then in the end, it'll be Jeep Talk Show in my ear holes, you know? Just go to JeepTalkShow.com and look for the big yellow subscribe button. It'd be nice to give back to uh, so that you guys can continue on, because if they love the show, then why shouldn't you, why shouldn't you give back just a little? bit you know uh if uh, every one of you listeners would be a paid subscriber and by chuck's numbers that would be three we would have a hundred percent uh paid subscriber with just three subscribers no anyway <laughs> we have more we, than that you guys come on we, we've been <laughs> we've the orders are coming in thank you for becoming paid subscribers and thank you for buying those rat bastard toe tags remember we're not making any money off the rat bastard toe tags we're just trying to cover the cost of getting printing them and getting out there to you so uh if you'd like to become a paid subscriber or get some of those toe tags of course you go to ratbastard.lol yes seriously ratbastard.lol and learn more about what the rat bastard toe tags and the infecting of jeeps is all about which we haven't really talked about here uh recently uh but uh, it's like ducking a jeep but it's something that a podcast with a bad attitude would do it's uh putting (laughs) infecting jeeps with dirty filthy rats 
I don't care what you say, Tony. I don't care how much banter you give me. I'm not paying for a damn thing. <laughs> I'm going to listen for free because I'm a man. Well, you want to be a rat bastard. I understand. That's right. Wear it proud, Chuck. Wear it proud. Own that. Amen. Amen. <laughs> From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G. And last week you guys talked about uh, making sure when you're working on your vehicle to chalk it. And you mentioned you can go to Harbor Tool and Freight and buy a chalk. Uh, I'm going to tell you that's a waste of money. You don't have to buy chalks. You can get all the chalks you want for free. At your local airport. <laughs> you could usually find about six under an aircraft. But I know good and well, only two will do the job just fine. And uh, Chuck, you talked about pulling a large sweatshirt out from underneath your seat and tying a midway point through your chain or strap or cable that you're recovering a vehicle with. To, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Dissipate? Yeah, that's it. Any kinetic energy... From when the strap might break? Uh, come on, Chuck. Get real. I don't know what to say. We all know that was an extra large sweatshirt. I know you're new and you're just trying to impress everybody. But that's not why I'm calling. I'm calling to give a shout out to the guy who invented Zero. Yeah, thanks for nothing. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> all right, boys and girls, I'll chat at you later. You have a good one. Bye. Like, where could he possibly go with zero? Oh, <laughs> that's where. <laughs> yep, God. that's where he went, and we fell for it. It's the uh, loneliest yeah. number. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> so I don't know if if I should ask this question or not because we you may, shouldn't because it's not in the go, show notes. Moving yeah. right along. Oh go dear, here yeah. we go. I think I think hey, you'll I'm like this. Screw the show notes. Screw Josh. Do what you want. <laughs> I like I like uh, this new guy, um, but uh, have hey he hasn't mentioned nor have we heard from Henry. <gasps> Who's Ooh, Henry? Those damn birds need- only live so long. I'm just wait saying. a minute. What happened, Nikki? You need Nikki G. Need to let us know about Henry. That's right. I haven't heard Henry in a Henry while. Henry is Nikki G.'s rooster. Uh, yes, which the apartment complex really doesn't like. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who used to always be on this segment? Yes. You could hear him in the background, and he'd go, "Henry, say, yeah. shut up." Now, I think uh, Mr. Craps a lot is still around, but we haven't heard from him either. So, all right, Nikki G, we need an update. I, I think so. Mm-hmm. I love Jeeps. Taking care of my Jeep is satisfying, and now thanks to RockAuto.com, it's easier than ever to keep your Jeeps on the road. Need a cabin filter for your daily driver, or new fuel filter for your '60s classic? Well, you don't have to hunt all over town and answer the counterman's 20 questions anymore. RockAuto.com will have the parts and will likely even give you multiple brands to choose from. The unique RockAuto.com catalog is remarkably easy to use. It's actually a lot of fun to shop because you can may discover an emblem, manual, door handle, or other part that you had given up hope on ever finding. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specification, and prices you prefer. RockAuto.com's prices are always reliably low. They, could you quit clicking on it? They do not charge more for parts than classic cars or constantly try to maximize prices like airlines do. You may have a Hemi Cuda now worth a million bucks, but its distributor cap costs what it did back in the 80s. Professionals and do-it-yourselfers pay the same low prices. At rockauto.com carries the auto part brands you trust, including original equipment brands such as AC Delco, Akibono, Bosch, Denso, Mopar, Motorcraft, and more. RockAuto.com has grills, carpet sensors, computers, and other parts that you might have guessed would only be available at car dealerships for exorbitant prices. RockAuto.com has been serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. It's a family business. Please go to RockAuto.com and see all the parts available for your Jeep, your car, or truck. Write Jeep Talk Show in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. This is pretty important to us, so make sure you do it. You go to rockauto.com, you write in Jeep Talk Show in the How Did You Hear About Us box, and then they know that we sent you. This is the best site in the world for auto parts, body or mechanical. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Sent. 
my Jeep Talk Show. I love Rock Auto. They do really have very, oh. very good prices uh, there. And it's, um, you know, it's, it's a hard choice sometimes uh, where I'm going to be buying parts from. Uh, and uh, I very often go to rockauto.com because they have everything. Yeah, they really do. So uh, Rock Auto being a great uh, reoccurring sponsor, reoccurring giveaway sponsor for the Jeep Talk Show is giving away a $100 gift card. Now, you may remember this. DR from Utah loved his Rock Rock Auto gift card, and it helped him buy a new radiator for his Jeep. In fact, tonight, whenever he called in and was talking about the mud and stuff, I was thinking to myself, do you really want to get that uh, that new radiator all mudded up? <laughs> yep. Yes, you do. Go out and have fun. Well, all he needs to do is uh, win another $100 gift card. But you have an option, uh, and the ability to re- win your own $100 gift card from rockauto.com. Just be caller number six, and you got to say the phrase that pays. Now, get a pencil. This is a long one rockauto.com carries the auto parts brands you trust check me on this did i say it right did i read it right yeah i am about reading lots of plurals in there too yeah Yeah. read read it again tony so rockauto.com carries the auto part parts brands you trust rockauto.com carries the rock auto (laughs) jeez you're gonna butcher Let's take a pause. Let's take a pause, and then let Josh. I want you to want you to read it. So, all right, all right this is the official one, guys. Don't mess up, Josh. I'm jinxing him. <laughs> RockAuto.com carries the auto parts brands you trust. Yeah, what Josh said. Perfect. <laughs> Good thing he's here. You must be 18 years of age or older. Your mailing address must be in the continental United States. You may only call in once per giveaway. Any required word or phrase must be said exactly and completely the first time. Your call must include your caller ID. One chance to win per individual per giveaway. All these rules must be followed unless otherwise stated. Failure to follow these rules will disqualify you from being eligible for the giveaway. We will contact you with a text message at the number you called from. Good luck, Jeeper. The Jeep Talk Show has made all kinds of special announcements over the years. If I would love to add them to my collection, but I doubt, I doubt they'll let me, you know. And this is one of them. Pretty cool. Yeah. We're constantly working to provide you with fresh new content. Yeah, I mean, it's cool, and it feels real good. And coming soon, a familiar face and a new name joins the show. Oh, God, no. Who's it going to be? I mean, I do 8590 down the interstate. Find out in the coming week. So you, you guys made me quit welding, so can I can I go back or <laughs> what's the deal here? Timely, timely reference with this promo here. It's a little behind the times, but that's okay. You're such a party pooper. <laughs> yeah, Why do you have to be so a negative Nancy? I know. <laughs> Somebody's got to. Hey, Jeep Talk Shows, the T from VV. Yeah, that was a great interview. Um, really enjoyed that. Anyways. Glue Tread makes sidewall repair possible. Thank you much. Bye. Yep, people are getting in on the Glue Tread giveaway, and uh, I don't think Chuck called in, so he's probably not going to be getting one. Hmm. Oh, shit. I, did, I, I didn't forgot. think he could. He, I didn't think he, he could. He's a host. He can't. No, yeah, he can't. Sorry. <laughs> what? I'm out. I'm out. I'm gone. <laughs> All right, so uh, coming up uh, next week, uh, next Thursday, uh, Dawn hey. from Dirty. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Noise day. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and clear, clear that throat, man. You landed on the cat or something when you fell back. Uh, Dirty Acres, uh, DawnWithDirtyAcres.com, Jeep grill inserts and more. You get to find out uh, all about Dirty Acres. And it's not what you might think. Uh, they, they actually run a pretty clean operation over there. But anyway, Jeep grill inserts. And they do custom grill inserts. I think that I could uh, possibly see a BPOS uh, grill insert for a scrambler uh, very, very soon. Mm-hmm. That sounds sexy. <laughs> you must have needed this every day. I need it! It's the Deep Talk Show's must-have stuff. Pick of the week for your Jeep. Well, like I said, this uh, this item after Tony's impromptu pick of the week for your Jeep uh, is, uh, is going to be seem worthless compared to an awesome oil filter adapter that keeps your engine oil pressurized. Oh, this is great! And it's only yeah. like 23 this. bucks. This is, yeah, this is mine, cool. Mine is going to be a lot less expensive than, than your item uh, uh, yeah. and, and, and far less functional. <laughs> no, so this is going to be something... Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be uh, something for your desktop, uh, you know, or shelf. If you're into Jeep memorabilia, Jeep curiosity, you know, the 
uh, items, you know, old toys, collectibles, things like that, then this is going to be an item for you. Not necessarily for your Jeep, but for your love of Jeeps, if nothing else. This is a wooden mechanical 3D model of a Jeep Willys. And this same item actually aired back in uh, the middle, I want to say around was, April of 2019. So, yeah. so this, this item actually has been on the Jeep Talk Show before. However, it was at three times the price back oh then. I think it's around goodness. $89, $91, somewhere right around there. So the price has dropped significantly. It's only $23 now. So if you didn't get one of these item, one of these uh, little wooden Jeeps back then, uh, it's time to get one now. Now, there is no glue required to assemble this thing. There are over 570 parts to this, this model, if you will. Uh, it will take you roughly about 12 hours of, of man hours to assemble this thing. So it's not recommended for children under 14. You are going to need some serious dexterity. Uh, lots and lots of very, very small and fine parts and everything like that. The The entire model, it has a removable shovel, axe, and fuel canister. I even think that there's like a machine gun in there or something like that. It has independent suspension, four-wheel drive. The model is started with a special key, and it travels about two feet under its own power. So it's not just a static display. This thing actually moves. This is so cool. And actually, I was thinking you could actually put business cards in that front seat across the two seats. It could oh, hold yeah. business cards. And uh, wouldn't that be awesome cool at, at our events to have it and then put our cards in there? Uh, somebody's going to end up jacking the whole thing. i just like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to take the whole thing. Hmm. So nope. I would recommend uh, this is a great giveaway for Chuck and his business. Uh, he could uh, put Wayne so, to work uh, putting them together. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to... I want to let everybody know that it will be here Tuesday, August 16th. <laughs> he's already got oh, it. He's already ordered <laughs> it. I, I love just it. Bought it. Yeah, because I've got everything cool Jeep, right? And I don't have this yet, I don't think. This is a cool so thing. So I. This, but look, this it's got a removable shovel, a chuck, an axe. It's going to take you 12 hours to put this thing together. I mean, that's I mean that's like six days if you spend two hours every day. I mean, this thing could take you be, weeks to put together. Could be fun, though. I mean, how fun is this going to be? Yeah, yeah, no, I'll seriously. I'll put it together when, when, you're, when you're recording your episode, I'll put it together then. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> any, uh, any one of my segments. Yeah. 12 hours, my yeah. how, God. How fun, though. I mean, what a neat little That's, build. This would be fun. Can you imagine I, if your like kid walks off with this thing going, where the hell did this go? That's 12 hours of my life. I and they sure. say 12 hours, <laughs> and you know it's 14 to 18, depending on how many beers you have. Yeah. Yeah. I'll beat well. his ass. Makes it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really cool. Uh, like I said, it's it's made out of wood. The whole thing is wooden. I mean, we're we're Love talking it. probably like balsa type of wood, you know, if yeah. if that. Even. Um, so I mean, you're not you're not you're not getting like a solid oak uh, carved jeep out of here. This is very very intricate. Lots of moving parts and everything like that. Um, definitely to scale and all of that stuff. It it has lots and lots of detail. Very, very, very cool. Um, I know it's early, and we're only in, in August as we're recording this, but, I mean, talk about uh, the perfect birthday gift or, or Christmas gift for, for anybody who's a Jeeper in your life. And at 23 bucks, I mean, God, you can get four of these things and, and, and still not even break a bill. You're right. I should go back and buy more. This is, <laughs> this is like uh, the green bean casserole that all guys take, you know, when they're supposed to take uh, food to the office or something. You could just buy a bunch of these for Christmas gifts. Guys oh. do not <laughs> bring green bean casseroles. Always do. Because it's so about? easy to make. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> White elephant parties. Yeah, you know. There's like 37 oh. green bean casseroles to choose from. <laughs> I No, I think this is a great item. It could be used for a promotional piece. Oh, I yeah. think Absolutely. it's awesome. Yeah. I love it. It's, yeah, you want to get rid of that Jeeper in your life for at least 12 hours? Uh, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. It's going to look really, really good on the top of my Jeep desk, Josh. Yeah, Thank that's you. what I'm talking about. I, yep. I Seriously, yeah. I, I want to see pictures, Chuck. I want to see pictures. I just wish I lived uh, close to uh, to Chuck because I would uh, keep taking it off his desk and moving it around moving the office <laughs> just to watch the mild panic after putting oh, we'll get twelve hours into it. Early to do that for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. Well, Jeeper, now that you must have one of these awesome little wooden mechanical Jeep Willys 3D models for yourself, we're going to make it easy for you. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com. Look for the link in the show notes for episode 658. You can get one or four for your very self. 
Damn it, Josh, you were bitching about me uh, one-upping you before it, you upped. And uh, this is a great uh, item. I th- I, yeah. This is very exciting. I like that. And the best part is the price. I, uh, I, you know, I, I will always put Jeep parts over toys, but uh, but you're right. I mean, this is a pretty it's cool. It's a Jeep toy. That's the, yeah. that's the yeah. point. You're wrong. You're wrong, Josh. This is way cooler. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's also cool is having Jeepers like you who are listening to this show right now showing up for our roundtable episode that we record every Tuesday. That's right. You could actually join us as we record an episode, be a part of the episode, and we invite you around the world's largest roundtable of nothing but Jeepers. It's just Jeepers talking Jeeps around a big roundtable. It's the world's best roundtable. Tuesdays, we're doing it. We do it live, and we invite you to be a part of it. How can you join in on the fun? Well, the best way to find out that information is by joining in on our newsletter. The newsletter is chock full of information about what's happening on the show, what we have coming up, who we're talking to, what we're giving away, when we're doing it, and of course, all the information you need about how to join in on the Tuesday Roundtable episodes of the Jeep Talk Show. Happening each and every week, there's no pay-to-play, no special VIP access, nothing like that. It's literally just like a Zoom link. That's that's all that it takes. Zoom link and a password. It's in the newsletter. Go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact right now, and you're going to find all, all the different ways you can interact with the show, sign up for the newsletter, all that good stuff. Jeep Talk Show dot com slash contact hey josh i'm glad you mentioned the newsletter uh i don't know if if you guys read it or not I, i've sent out the message everywhere but uh to our our jeep talk show team uh i recently made a modification to the jeeptalkshow.com website specifically on what email service we use to send out the newsletter we were yeah, having I saw a, that we're at a 99 success rate now yeah so. i mean we had a lot of yahoo uh, email subscribers not getting the newsletter and I, I would say probably 25%. Uh, I was really surprised that many people were using Yahoo.com. Uh, and uh, we recently made a change, and, it, and we're having to pay for it. Uh, every email that goes out, we pay for. Uh, but we had a, like a 99%. Uh, I think there was only two out of over 300, almost 400 uh, newsletter subscribers that uh, didn't receive the newsletter. So if you've been, uh, you've heard us talk about those are uh, rookie numbers. You got to get those numbers up. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it's bush league. Uh, so uh, the the if if you were not subscribing because you use Yahoo or you just don't want to, you know, why should I subscribe? Why should I subscribe if I'm not going to get the newsletter? Man, it's fixed. Now's a g- great time to sign up for the newsletter. And uh, like we always say, it's as easy to unsubscribe as it is to subscribe. Well, Jeep, it looks like this episode of the Jeep Talk Show has come to the end of the trail, but we've got another episode coming up right around the corner. Until then, be sure to talk a friend into subscribing to the show. And as always, thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast. Warning, in the event of a water landing, the Jeep Talk Show will not inflate automatically. We need to be blown up. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Casting since 2010.